0: Six, five, three, three, zero, zero, zero. People
1: like you, organizations like Rampcheck, I love you guys. 4 5 6 ready now. You are clear for takeoff runway 21 left Winds are calm. Stand by for the free trans on uniform. It's go Welcome everybody to another edition of the Rampcheck podcast. I'm Tony Rumfollow. I'm Aaron Rumfollow. <laughs> Good morning. I'm Ryan. And it is actually morning this time. It is morning. I'm uh, having my coffee right here when, in when Salt Lake record. City. That's right. Yep, we're in Salt Lake City, Utah, um, nine forty eight AM, <laughs> if that matters. Uh, actually it doesn't because it it's doesn't. recording. And uh who knows when the hell you'll be listening to this With podcast, but uh, winds are calm, temperature eighty. Thank
2: you. I don't <laughs> um, have in years. And um and you for those
1: information alpha, sorry. Okay, copy that. All right. Uh, Tony Rumfala with Alpha. Permission to land. (laughs) Um, So, um, uh, like we said, we're in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're actually in a suburb of Salt Lake City. Um, Of course, a lot of you people are aware of everything that's going on around uh, the country, around the world right now, Uh, protesting, violence, rioting, all that stuff. The city of Salt Lake City mm-hmm. is and I got the I got one of those emergency alerts on my phone last mm-hmm. night. Did you guys get that too? Yeah, they'll be happening all, all week I all think week. just cuz like, of
2: the curfew.
1: That like freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I was like watching Star Wars Rebels, uh, nerd time, as I was falling asleep and then the alert are came you, through and you, it woke
0: me up. Are you trying to be single because you're really <laughs> playing that one hard? <laughs>
3: You've,
2: you, rebels. you've
0: seen you've seen like, rebels hey i like everything star wars but i'm not
1: sure i'd put it on a podcast <laughs> dude <laughs> oh, rebels kicks I ass have you I watched know. the fourth season yet
0: oh i've watched all of them okay yeah. so i know what you're talking I'm about
1: i'm near the end of the fourth season and uh yeah. Um, all right, this is maybe I'm gonna remain single for the rest of my life moment, but uh, at the end of the episodes I kinda started tearing up a little bit. Um <laughs> Yes. Hey, just,
2: he's got a shovel right now. <laughs> yeah. You're just digging deeper. I just signed a single card with Premini.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know there has to be a single Av Geek Star Wars. Nerd, female, about 5'2", 1'2". T- anyway, never mind. You, you've got to be out there, right? Um, but uh, but anyway, so I got this emergency alert, and it just, it like scared me. But then I read really? it. Yeah. And I'd never seen anything like that come through on my phone before. And so it, it just kind of, yeah. I don't know, I took a screenshot of it and saved it just for... I know. Yeah, you, you know. know,
2: I mean, there was one... I think bad evening downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, They did burn one police car, which we can get into. I don't know how that helps anything, but it was mostly if you see the, if you watch the news and the crowd, it was just mostly like teenage kids. Um, To me, it looked like just. Because they didn't have anything yeah. better to do, T- taking really. Taking advantage I mean, of a serious situation, yeah, yeah. making it worse, and taking away from what some of the people were probably there really trying to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're basically the point I'm making is, is that I think we're pretty lucky compared to what's happened in some other cities. So, right. um, yeah. so yeah, the alerts are all weak. I think to just try to calm things down, but right.
1: And, and I wanted to mention to our listeners that uh, uh, we are safe. We're, we're good. Um, they do have a curfew, in effect. It's basically from Just 8 like p.m. until 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah, for mm-hmm. Salt Lake City. And we're actually in a suburb of Salt Lake City. Yeah. We're probably about uh, maybe, what, 10, 15 miles from mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. Um, where we're at right now. So, and, uh, and we hope that all of our listeners out there, we hope that you guys are staying safe you're being smart, you're being respectful. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of a fucked up time. I mean, I can't really put it any other way. Um, we'll get through it. Uh, and, um, yeah. So I think just, I wanted to get that out before we really got into the, the meat of the podcast. uh, Yeah. Yeah. and,
0: And you know, and the one thing that I'll say about it too is, is, um, to me and and I even put this out on my personal social media is i I just believe that you know this country and and really the world that um, racism and discrimination and and all those things are really pretty much good versus evil, and a good person isn't going to you know discriminate and they're not going to. Uh, you know, just like Martin Luther King said, you know, judge somebody by the content of their character. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what good people will do. And, and evil people will be the ones that'll be like, well, he's white, so he's automatically a prick or he's black. He's not a good person or he's, you know, or, or she's, you know, from China. So, you know, automatically they don't get a fair shake. And I just think that, that it really, comes down to good versus evil and if you're a good person you're going to good do good things and you're Mm -hmm. you're going to give a fair shake to everybody no matter what their background um and uh you know and bad people are gonna take advantage of situations and 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 cause violence and you know same goes for the police officer that murdered this this, you know, and the officers that didn't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, it's so, so again, it, it's, it, it just comes down to, you know, not all, uh, police officers are bad. Not, you know, all black people are bad. Not all white people are bad. Not all, you know, it's just, it really just, who's the good people among us? Who's the bad people among us? And, Mm -hmm. and if we all, all the good people, if we band together and, and realize no matter what, good can prevail over evil. And, and mm-hmm. it, that, that's just my take on it. And no, it's, it's, it's a good take. You know, I just hope that everybody does stay safe. And I hope that, uh, you know, I've always, and I, I'm sure I'm speaking for all three of us, we've always been for law and order. Um, that was a good show. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and peaceful protesting. Absolutely. If something pisses you off, I mean, there's lots of subjects about aviation that we go off on on right, the podcast. Yeah. And that's our way of, of protesting against stupid, you know, things right. about aviation. So right. it's peaceful protesting. Um, well, and, and it's totally cool. And right. we
1: support it. And peaceful protesting can include anger and shouting right. and yelling because you do have to let some of this stuff out especially if you're really passionate about yeah, something yeah. that uh or like a wrong that's going on but when it starts turning to violence and destruction of property and vandalism and and yeah and disrespect and disrespect and and, and even you know threats toward life you know people's well-being and and that and um yeah. some of the images that I'm seeing You know, they're, they're pretty heartbreaking if people that, that agree that things need to happen or things need to change, but they're pleading with these people, these rioters to not destroy their business or their home or whatever. And anyway, it's just, it's like Aaron said, be respectful, be cool, be smart and, you know, and, and stay safe. You know, don't, don't put yourself in a potentially bad situation um, you know, if you can avoid it, but, uh, yeah, uh,
2: no, Uh, yeah, no, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, and when I say I don't get it, what I mean is, is I don't get the destruction of property. I don't get the loss of life that have happened. Both, both, uh, people, amongst themselves right. like yeah. there have been some yeah. killings and shootings the, beating up of old people trying to protect their stores the looting yeah i the mean looting like i just i don't get it and honestly like i mean you guys heard me before we started the podcast boy, just, we did That's i don't uh it's it's almost like none of this has made anything easier for me from my standpoint as far as like talking about it because I've never seen so many arguments on social media. I've never seen. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I've even experienced them in my personal life when it, when it considers like arguing with people and, and, you know, this is just creating divide and, you know, I don't have any quotes or anything in front of me. So I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to sound super educated or not, but I do remember Just from learning in school, you know, when Martin Luther King talked about how you can't drive darkness out with hate and darkness, like only the light can do that. And so I don't understand, you know, and I get I get angry when I see posts like, well, after Martin Luther King was assassinated, there were riots all over the country and then a change happened. It's like, like. I don't condone vi- violence. I just think it's stupid. And I 100% support the right to protest and the right to make things to for people to want a change. And I'm on board for all of that. But I get so angry when I see people get killed in the streets. And they're just... They're Literally, oh, okay. these people are coming out of the shutdown if they haven't lost their business, they're close to it, yeah. and then they get fucked over because it yeah. gets
0: Well, the, the, looted, the unfortunate you know? thing is is the riots are destroying the communities
1: that, that are affected by this. Everybody yeah. lives in. Yeah. And so well, it's,
0: it's not going to help anybody. And, and I guarantee you, um, the people that are really passionate about, you know, whatever subject or topic, um, and they truly want change and in this case you know a lot of people are pushing for you know equality and mm-hmm. and you know and you know your skin color if your skin color is black you know you deserve everything that anybody else deserves and 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 I, I totally agree with that but it's it th- th- what's happening with the riots is totally overshadowing what the real subject is here and and the and the discussions that you know society needs to have about making sure everybody no matter what is important and with the riots and the killings and it just it's taking over the narrative and it's Mm -hmm. it's too bad because You know,
1: I just uh, we're gonna start talking about aviation here, uh, like yeah. like quickly. We, we but we had to yeah. address this. I just want to say one more thing mm-hmm. um, before. So me too. So tell me, or ans- ask ask yourself this question or answer this question as you hear it. What does breaking into a store, breaking their windows, breaking down the storefront, whatever going in and grabbing a 55 inch led television have to do with human rights well it
0: it, it doesn't it's just people creating chaos and well, and just taking
1: advantage of a situation right. i mean that's an unfortunate thing right i'm just saying that's a um uh rhetorical question that i'm ans- yeah, that i'm asking right. so my last
0: thought about it and then we can move on is um and you know an idea that you know possibly um you know people could think about is i mean i I think first and foremost everybody needs needs to take a look at themselves um you know from any background any race Mm -hmm. any religion and and really hit home the point that nobody ever should have to apologize for who they are or be embarrassed for who they are um it doesn't matter what background you are you you know you have what country you're from what race you are what religion what belief um you know and you know it's i mean you you could in any situation you know you shouldn't have to apologize for who you are so um i don't know let's just hope the country heals let's hope that uh that um you know good prevails And, uh, we can move on, but, but anyway, all right.
2: All right. Let's bring, (laughs) let's bring, so on another note, um, are, um, kind of funny how COVID's gone.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um,
2: I know. Interesting. Where did it go?
1: Did COVID end?
2: (laughs) The, the same media that was reporting how angry they were that people were social distancing on the beach and yeah. And not wearing masks are the exact same media who isn't saying shit about the thousands of people rioting. Um, I thought that's interesting, but um, I didn't bring up the COVID thing just to go into COVID. I brought it up to kind of like go into um, a couple things we want to talk about that are aviation related. Should we should we talk about the flyovers first? Yeah, sure. That's kind of related to COVID because we want to. Tell yes. this doctor to basically go fuck himself, but, um, <laughs> excuse the language, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so the flyovers are done. Um, that's kind of sad only because, you know, we haven't had an air show in forever and for us Geeks we were loving the, the flyovers and the good news, but, um, you know, the Thunderbirds, the Blue Angels, as far as uh, the United States goes. They said they were done. Yeah. But they didn't really like give a spec- they kind of were beating around the bush for the exact answer, mm-hmm. weren't they? Yeah. So, um what we want to talk about specifically is uh so there was an article I think from the drive. Is that where it was from? Yeah,
0: the the war zone section of the drive. The war zone section <sighs> of the drive. Um
2: and the title of it is Got it right here. Um, the Air Force Thunderbirds say they are done with America Strong flyovers. The team says the recent flyover of Southern California was their last, even though it was thought more were originally in the works. So, obviously, that was sad news. Um, you know, there was some talk out there about a couple of ne- and the near miss and a couple of incidents as to why they stopped. But you know, as you kind of read this article, you think maybe. Um, you know, there were some other reasons. <laughs> you well, think?
1: I... <laughs> um, well, first off, this. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm I'm starting to get fired up here about this. Okay. But anyway, this one's a good but, one to get angry. But about. But one of the yeah. first things is the the timing of this was right after the. Um, I don't know if you want to call it the not necessarily a near miss, but. You know, the the incident Slight that they avoided, correction. yes, over <laughs> Southern California. The the sneeze or the blink, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The uh, unstable air. Um, that video, actually, it's it's pretty awesome. And uh, we have it up on our Instagram page right yeah. now. That, of course, is uh, at Ramp Check Global. If, you know, for some reason you've never heard of us before and you're like, who the hell are these guys? We're the Ramp Check Podcast. <laughs> Hi. Um, but anyway... Um, so there was that timing, but then there were a lot of people that were being critical of the flyovers. Um, you know, Tyler Rogaway in The Drive, uh, you know, this is quoting from his article, he says, the flyovers were somewhat controversial from the start, the perception that the government was spending hundreds of thousands of dollars for each military flyover sortie, while first responders struggled to obtain personal protection equipment ppe which everybody knows See, I,
0: I never thought that that was a problem well either. but I, that's <laughs>
1: what i'm saying I'm, I'm reading this and i should and, say and, and quote, i don't know unquote, how the
0: fuck this was controversial right exactly <laughs> Flyovers. um
1: laid off americans flocked to food banks for sustenance okay and small businesses struggled to obtain government loans or excuse yet yeah, um what or, Struggle to obtain government loads was hard to overcome in some state In some cases, videos of harsh criticism of the flights have gone viral. Really? Where the fuck are those? Yeah. Because right. I've never seen one. Notably, there one. was there was one doctor who <laughs> uh, lambasted the aerial yeah. displays. And yeah. by the way, that that video has since been removed. Um, I'm sure the doctor but, was so fucking embarrassed how stupid oh he looked. God. Yeah, he he was like the it. most unpatriotic, uneducated, entitled... Anyway, so... Well, disrespectful. To, well, totally disrespectful. So, as far as the hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay, that money was already, if, if you want to say already spent, because basically that was the air show budget for the year. What happened to the air shows? Oh, they got canceled! Yeah, and so, and and there were a lot of people. <coughs> excuse me, including us. Sorry, I didn't mean to cough on you guys. Um, <laughs> that's all right. COVID's already on a flight back oh, to China. Apparently, that, that's right. <laughs> um, or it's gone. But uh, that money had already been allocated for these air shows, and I'm pretty sure these flyovers cost a hell of a lot less than the actual air shows themselves. Mm -hmm. So whatever that budgeted money is going to go to next, that's fine. That's up to the military or whatever. Um, But uh, they're not spending all this additional money. And the reason of the flyovers was to show appreciation to not just the frontline healthcare workers. I think that was the first. Mm -hmm. Let these people know, hey, you know, it's a shit show out there. We want to just show your support. We're sorry we can't fly for you during air shows but um, this is our show of support and you know the the Thunderbirds and the Blue Angels teamed up they did some flyovers together which was really cool to see um, yeah, they and a did lot their of own lo- local units right, all over the country have been doing it did their own individual flyovers and you know they can't stop and fly over every single state well they can that would be really cool but they you know obviously mm. for I'm guessing budget reasons, and they didn't want to send the wrong message. But anyway, so the local militaries, just like, uh, you know, the 388th Fighter Wing and Hill Air Force Base, mm-hmm. they had their own fly of, flyovers of F-35s. We did an Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. I made an idiot out of myself during the flyover um, because it touched me personally. And I'm standing right next to a, a nurse who yeah. worked at the veteran's home yeah. and other healthcare workers and... You know, elderly people, young people, mm-hmm. they're all by this, you know, where I was. We were social distancing. Jesus, don't get your panties in a wad. Um, but everybody was like, everybody was moved by this. They, mm-hmm. were, they were cheering for it. You know, the, the nurse that was next to me, she was touched by it. But so there's this one doctor who apparently just didn't fucking get it. Well, and it's
0: it's one of those ugh. disrespectful entitled pricks that mm-hmm. doesn't realize the United States exists because of our military. Right. If we don't have the protection of the military and we don't keep any kind of, you know, terrorism or wars away from our soil, like we don't have the way of life that we get here and we don't have the freedoms that we have and we don't have the freedom to to You know, uh, um, protest for that matter. We were just talking about that. Um, That doctor wouldn't have the choices that he has to practice medicine the way that he does. He wouldn't have that voice that he's made a complete fucking idiot fool of himself. Right. So it's you know you're entitled to your opinion even if it makes you what 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 did we title that one podcast even if. Even if it makes you Even if it makes you look like a dumbass. <laughs> exactly. Well, and,
2: and for me, like, you think about, Tony, you were in St. George, right? Mm-hmm. So, a small city in Utah, and you were with this group of people. They were all moved by it. I think what this must have done across the country for people as far as, like, being moved by it, the sense of pride, like, these healthcare workers are, like, you know damn, they're doing this, like, for us, you know? Mm -hmm. And and, and then when people talk about hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's like, fuck, I'll give whatever money if it means, like, keeping the country, like, feeling swelled with pride and appreciation. Like, people are so goddamn stupid when they do shit like this because they don't understand that, like, without... That camaraderie and the pride as Americans and, and all that, like, and without the military protecting us, like, we have nothing. And so why does someone go out of their way t- to fucking criticize it when it's actually helping people? So what if it didn't help you? So What? It doesn't mean you have to take that away from everybody else. Right. So, excuse my language again, but yeah, fuck this guy. M- Mr. Well,
0: doctor making whatever, hundreds yeah. of thousands I, of dollars. Another, a another
2: rich person that's not affected very much by it, and they're making their opinion behind their screen, and then probably going and taking advantage of the free country we live in.
0: Well, and it's funny how the video's down, because well, you yeah. probably got so and, much criticism for being such a dumbass. Yeah.
1: Well, and the other thing, too, is the name of the doctor and the hospital that he works for was not revealed. <laughs> of uh, course. Yeah, you think? So, Pussy. Tip,
0: typical, um, <laughs> typical of somebody doing that. And then, of course, I'm not saying who I am. I'm yep. not saying where I'm at. I'm going to hide behind, yep. you know, and all the details. Well, and let me clarify.
2: When I say some rich dog, maybe he's not. I wasn't trying to classify that. I'm just saying he probably isn't as struggling as much as some other people are. And if I'm wrong on that, so if you are struggling, this should have been something that helped you feel grateful for Well, and you're here's
1: at. the other thing, too. Since his name wasn't given and the hospital that he worked for who's to say this wasn't just some schmuck that put on a pair of scrubs and claimed to be a doctor yeah, so could, yeah
0: exactly could you have, know i could do that i could um, have, could have been scrubs. anybody and maybe and, he was tr- yeah but and the but, guy
1: who tweeted out this video i'm just gonna call him out right now because he he took the tweet his name is tim brannigan and he's uh you can follow him at uh tim underscore brannigan um this is what he said when he posted the video. This U.S. doctor has had enough of the tributes. He make his point. He makes his point powerfully and impressively. Yeah. Well, if you're impressed with that, yeah, then you're a fucking idiot. Exactly. Because so... he
0: was he was being so condescending in the video. Because I, I I watched the video. You know, as soon as um, you know the the, the war zone the drive uh, put out this article, mm-hmm. and he was going on and on about you know these flyovers are just, they're ridiculous, they're cost, and the Blue Angels and the Flying Wizards. Like, he oh, was being yeah. such a
1: fucking prick. So condescending. And I just,
0: oh, my God. Uh, it, it was so, and and to be that disrespectful to our United States military, like, I will never, ever, ever stand something like that, and I will always mm-hmm. say something about yeah, it. Yeah, because and I always call just out. any
2: branch of the freaking military. Like, you know, yeah. And you know, the way I see what the Thunderbirds and Blue Angels did, I bet they got in a room, they talked about this, they talked about people in their comments, and they were just like, you know what guys, we love like our healthcare workers and all the people that were stuck in their homes, but they're probably like, (laughs) they're probably like, it ain't fucking worth it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean when they say that it ain't worth it, like, that they didn't want to do it for Americans anymore. But I bet they were just like, you know, fuck it. Then if people are gonna be all pissed and I would people be, get, no yeah, one's gonna appreciate it. Yeah, that's but what but, see, saying. but
0: see, I think that people that aren't appreciating it are definitely in the minority. Well, I believe and, so. Well, and, and thankfully, I, and, they got a ton of the flyovers in. Yeah, before. and and, yeah. and I I think that you know the Thunderbirds, Blue Angels, are all these flyovers. I think that they they planned a handful of them. And then Mm -hmm. they said, okay, let's reevaluate where we're at when we get to a certain point. And, I mean, because that's how the military does it. Mm -hmm. It's it's not like they just (laughs) throw out, you know, uh, a fishing net and see where it lands. It's like like they're they're very, you know, calculated. They're very, you know, let's reevaluate everything. And I'm sure that, you know, after they did those, you know, quite a few flyovers, Mm-hmm. Uh, these tribute, you know, flyovers that, that, you know, they're just like, okay, well, let's just reevaluate. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. you're
2: probably right. I was throwing you know, more of my, like, own opinion twist on it. Like, yeah, I, I know, know that's I not d- how things should work in life, but... I just think most people are I would, patriotic. I Exactly. You personally, right. I, I just it. personally, it's like <laughs> I see what they do as such a big deal and so important. So, in other words, I should say I hope they mm-hmm. were just like, yeah. fuck these guys that don't appreciate it. and yeah. You know what? We'll go back to training and getting ready for things yep. to and, come. Exactly. So, um,
1: if you want to, if you want to read that story, um, uh, we had thought that we put it up on RampCheckReport.com. Uh, we'll, we'll get it, um, up. but we'll get it back up there. So go to uh, it's our aviation and aerospace uh, news website, and that's uh, just go to RampCheckGlobal.com. You'll see a link to the Ramp Check report and also a link to the Ramp Swag store, and we can uh, we can talk about some of that Ramp Swag here in uh, just a minute. <laughs> and you won't so, see the video because yeah, the I video's think we down. Said it's down, but you but, can see the article. But right? there are other videos that are still up there. About doctors and nurses across the country that are actually cheering this. and Well, you know, you know the,
0: the the day that the three fighter wing and the F thirty five demo team did the four ship flyover mm-hmm. um, of the whole state of Utah. I mean, they covered the whole state. They did. They, they covered yeah, all the hour. population <laughs> areas. I <between> mean, <laughs> yeah. southern Utah, northern Utah, um, and uh, at at the uh, location that that I saw it and mm-hmm. photographed it. Um, it. You know, it was one of the local hospitals here in the outlying, you know, parts of Salt Lake City, and um, there were you know hundreds of, of hospital workers in public and everybody that that all came out and everybody cheered, and it gave me chills and it made me choke up and and just you know the the I <clears throat> mean the environment was. 100% support and appreciation yeah, for absolutely. what they were doing. Pride, dude. And, and absolutely. The, exactly. Pride and patriotism. And, and that's exactly what it was about. hmm And it was just... It was about our military letting all of us know that they've got our backs. hmm And if shit goes south quickly, they're right. going to fucking protect us.
1: Well, and like... And they appreciate <coughs> everything that, that everybody else was doing <laughs> during this pandemic. Well, I have tickle in my throat um <laughs> yeah. but it's like um um yes they have our backs and and you know if you go back to um our interviews that we had with marcus sarah mm-hmm. um our sluggo sends part one and two previous episodes of the podcast in fact sluggo sends part two was the last episode uh, that Happy we just birthday, put up. Mark. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we actually posted that on his birthday. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That mm-hmm. was for you. <laughs> but, but Mark Hacera said that um, the the military ha- also has a humanitarian mission. Yeah, definitely. And I think that this was a perfect example yeah,
3: that classifies of, of
1: the humanitarian absolutely. side of our United States military. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anyway.
3: Yeah.
1: Also, um, you just shared a video from Spinny Side Up. Yeah. on our instagram that's right that's uh that's actually a really cool video i'm i'm sorry there's not a sunset in this one but uh yes <laughs> <Hess. laughs> i think Hess is gonna slap your ass yes time. he is by the you way
0: I
2: so right? was looking at the sunsets. helicopter in the video or are they hess. just looking at
1: the jets <laughs> hess and the sunsets i love it um but uh and uh anyway we had hess also as well spinny side up previous episode on the podcast but um um, that was a cool video, too, and it showed everybody's reactions to the flyovers. Yep. And uh, speaking of spinny side up, by the way, we're, we're running a test. We're doing a, uh, a video recording um, of the Ramp Check podcast. We can... Uh, <laughs> I forgot that everybody. was there. <laughs> yep. And speaking of spinny side up, um, yes, thank you once again for the hat. So, um, <laughs> hashtag helicopters do matter. Um, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> so all right, so we can we can move on to our next uh, our next subject if you guys want to. Um, sure, lots of stuff to talk about. Of course, um, I was down in Victorville looking at a lot of the jets that have been grounded. And really, kind of what I got out of my trip is I was expecting to see, um, a ton of airlines that were grounded because of the, the lack of demand because of the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. And I did, I saw, yeah. you know, a bunch of Delta, um, jets varying. I mean, I saw, you know, a bunch of other ones that had been in storage for a while that were getting ready to be, you know, dismantled and scrapped or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I saw more 737 maxes than anything out mm-hmm. there. And, yeah. uh, we'll get some pictures um, of that we did do an Instagram live but I wasn't uh, I wasn't over by the maxes when we did that so right right We'll get some of those pictures up there but um, I mean you know there's zero future now for the a380 yeah um, yep. lots of airlines are retiring their large jets the 747s which is just it's so sad. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm gonna miss seeing those but Qantas, well, luckily uh, for the 747, there's going to be freighters that are be flying oh, for decades. Absolutely. So we'll still see Absolutely, see And there that. will still be some passenger 747s out there. They just won't oh, be yeah. as much. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, Qantas uh, just announced on the 28th that they're replacing their 747 fleet with the 787 Dreamliner, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool thing. So that's Boeing for Boeing, uh, which is really nice. And, and another story, and I just i'm sorry i'm shaking my head at this one (laughs) this is the one i thought
2: we were going to transition (laughs) transition into when i said covid was going away but the doctor thing still had to do with it as well well. but this
1: this kind of still relates because (laughs) because everybody is still panicked well oh wait no everybody. everybody forgot about it yeah um yeah but uh well
2: it's the rule is is it's practice social distancing unless you're protesting oh yeah. that's right right that, that, is that, that what it is yeah, that's okay.
1: absolutely right Just, and
0: um <laughs> well God. unless you're rioting, really is <laughs> what it is it's well like, that's because most of, the, peop- most of the people most of the people they weren't yeah, like, yeah or, i know yeah. Mo- most of the protests like people are being like respectful and and like you know trying right. to be you know you know trying to follow the covid rules And then it's 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 the rioters that are like yeah you know whatever but I I don't know but it's just so funny how it
2: just I know well well, you know know, it was every day on the news that's all they would talk about for forty straight minutes and this morning literally (laughs) this morning I watched the news while my girlfriend and I were getting ready and I didn't hear one thing about COVID oh of course it's because well
0: and we talked about this in past (laughs) you know in our past couple COVID episodes where we mentioned it is. Is you know the the media just pushes what they want to push, tonight. yeah. Right and up, if yep. they want to freak everybody out with something, then hello COVID. Yep. Oh yeah, you know. And then on to the next thing, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's it the media in this country. And in a lot of places around the world, man, they're just garbage. It's yeah, just ridiculous. It's but excuse but, me, f-
1: excuse me. Can you can you get six feet away from me before you throw that brick, please? Yeah, I know. Well right? that that's God. yeah, that's plus what it'll happened.
2: hurt less if you throw it at my head <laughs> if you're six feet away.
0: Yeah. And then if if you have COVID, you're actually putting me out of my misery, so thank you. <laughs> that's and right. No, right. it's it's a joke. But but here's the thing is this article that we're gonna talk about, it really kind of ties into do the airlines want to recover? Right. Like, cause we talked about that in in our last episode well, and, when we were
1: talking about COVID. Right. But another and thing some that of we the talked ridiculous about, ridiculous
0: things that they're
1: implementing. Well, another thing we talked about too, and everybody's coming up with all these things, you know, that we can do this, we can do this. It's like, so they're talking about this new normal. There's, No. I don't see a new fucking normal. Yeah,
0: no, we don't don't need a new quote unquote normal.
1: Oh, that's true. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, folks. Um, Anyway, but we don't need that because it's. It's something that we're going to adapt
0: to. Yeah.
1: You know, you look at Sweden and you look at what they did. They developed herd immunity. Pretty sure there's not going to be a new normal in Sweden.
2: Yeah. Well, no. I shared an article with yeah. you, Tony, just yesterday. And I, I didn't share it with you just because we were talking on oh the phone. But gosh. the doctor. Yeah. Sorry, banner. You feel left out? Um,
1: <laughs> well, we're sharing it with you now.
2: The doctor that originally put the <laughs> two million dead in the United States, the model. Yeah. He finally came out in public and was like, Yeah, you know, I was wrong <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no shit. And and not only that, not only him saying he was wrong, he was like he was like, you know, if you look at Sweden and you look at the United States, because obviously the populations are different, he's like he's like, not only was I wrong, Sweden has Per capita, I guess that's how you would say it. About the same numbers as the United States. So in other words, if you adjust mathematically the population mm-hmm. of Sweden, in the U.S., it's about the same. And he's like, he's like, yeah, places like the United States probably would have had the exact same numbers without shutdowns. Yeah. that's what he said. Oh, I right. agree. And we're, it's like
0: all the numbers
2: wow. show that. Wow, and that's it's just a so interesting to me because well,
1: it is. But you you see information like this come out. And people just like brush it aside because it doesn't fit their agendas, and they want this new normal. And now, Aaron, you're talking, and we're transitioning into this next story. I swear we're going to get to it. Um, <laughs> but but you're right. Do the airlines really want to recover? Because some of the things that they're doing now, granted. People aren't going to fly until they feel safe. You know, we talked about that in, in yeah, one of but, our previous but, but episodes. But what people,
0: though? Are they the ones right. that are like, let's just put everybody in a plastic tube and fly? Like, that's right. not realistic. It's going to be here
2: just just like, and, and I'm going to keep this aviation, but what I was going to say was, even with the vaccine, there's probably going to be between 50 and 100,000 people die of COVID-19, just like the flu kills between 50 and 100,000 every year It'll with the vaccine. It'll just be every year. It'll, It'll just, just be another illness that... Right.
0: Yeah, I know, and, and and you know, there's... And the thing that's that's kind of irking me about the airlines is...
2: <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> <laughs> right on cue!
1: <laughs> way to, way to <laughs> sneeze into your elbow, brother. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Oh, there goes those COVID droplets. <laughs> However, does anybody have a tissue? <laughs> yeah. It was into
2: my shirt. Sorry, I mean so, I was trying so hard to hold that in. Yeah,
0: that was a good one. I'm sure that came through good. So, but, but I what I was saying was, um, you know, the airlines, you know, they're they're trying to get back to, um, you know, gosh, well, they're they're trying to normalcy, do anything and everything to get, to get, people, get people, to fly. people back on the airplane. It, exactly, and and we said this in our last episode that we talked about this is. Everybody wearing masks, everybody, you know, with all this PPE, it's not a good look. It, it doesn't, it doesn't give the average person the feeling of, wow, flying looks safe. Like yeah. it, 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 all it says is, oh, geez, you know, that's pretty dangerous. I mean, it, everybody's got to cover up. Oh well, yeah, and
1: everybody's it, gotta... exactly. And,
0: and I guarantee you there's more of the population that would be willing, you know, to fly and to get back you know to it is you know if there weren't so many damn restrictions on what to do i mean there are airlines that are actually taking your temperature before you get on and if you have a temperature of a certain they're like "Uh uh-uh you're not flying so so it's like
1: that's just ridiculous so
2: so dumb well ryan
1: you you went to the apple store yesterday yeah and if you're buying accessories they won't let you in you have to order and online. And if you're going to go in the store to Call buy a phone or a yep. tablet, you have to make an appointment. But then they check your temperature before you go in. Yep.
2: They had guys there. They weren't even Apple employees because, you know, the Apple employees yeah. always wear their blue Apple right. shirts. Right. It's a guy. You can tell they're a contracted company. Of course. In a different uniform, they're holding the little temperature scanner. And someone showed up for their appointment, and they make them sign a form. That they don't have any symptoms and they scan it, and I think it's horse shit. And just
0: like it is, when we're
2: talking, we're gonna get into this article, but like, <laughs> right. but God. like, how many when times it comes have we down- said that? When it comes down to the airlines, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with just opening everything like normal as far as aviation goes when you're flying and then just putting in the wording? If it makes you feel comfortable, then you can wear a mask. Yeah. But, but don't
1: but, fucking require it. But here's it. the thing. Here's the thing. If I wear a mask, it's not to protect me.
2: Brother, you've got to keep the voice down. Well,
1: dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm fired up about this. So That's what I'm saying. So when, when if you want to wear a mask when a doctor to is, protect yourself, when you a, wear it. When, when, you're in, when you go into surgery, are you wearing the mask? No, I don't think so. The, the doctor, the nurses, the anesthesiologist, anybody else who's in there, they're wearing a mask to protect you from their germs because they're opening up your body. So, the purpose of wearing a mask is to protect other people. I know I get it, Well, but you might have it, not had symptoms, blah blah, blah. <laughs> um, so if you're sick, mm-hmm. if you're sick, don't get on an airplane, mm-hmm. but if you have to get on an airplane and you're sick, then wear a mask to protect others right. from getting sick. Right. Period. And that's the, that's, that's all it should wanna, be.
0: If the airlines want to hand out, you know, wet wipes and hand sanitizer and fine, like do those things. But gosh, don't restrict people to doing things but, that are not proven a hundred percent to be effective, and you know, in every case, and then you know th- this isn't something that even if you got covid you're g- you're going to just kill over and die the next day right i mean th- this is something that you know man has been flying on the airlines for god decades with other illnesses, other viruses, other diseases. But, well, and it's fine, and air travel was just fine. We yeah, don't yeah. have to change and everything human, human just because yeah, just because we live in the day and age of social media and 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 a media that just pushes different narratives and and whatever they think is true, even though it may
1: not be. We don't need to change everything to accommodate all that. Well, and here's the thing, too, though. If, If they're making everybody wear masks and wear gloves and whatever other PPE that's out there, so... You're telling me that if we don't ever catch a germ ever again, that's going to be good for society? Yeah, no. Nobody's going to develop immunity to anything. Yeah. That's going to kill off more people. Yeah.
0: Oh, because I totally agree. That's kind of the
2: debate Well,
0: there. Well, and then yeah. what about all the kids on these airline flights? They can't wear a mask? There's no fucking way my one-and-a-half-year-old would wear a mask. Yeah, right. And so no he's not as important as everybody else or vice versa or like... I also read on uh, on an airline uh, website about, you know, all the PPE and everything. And they're like, and there are certain, you know, people that don't have to. You know, people with asthma or people that have issues with, you know, wearing a mask. And, and it's just, oh, my God. Well, it so, doesn't
2: make sense. Cause, so uh, then that
0: just exposes everybody well, and that's okay?
2: Yeah. Like, no, come on. It really is, you know, everyone knows how we feel about. All of it. So it's it's not. I'm trying to reiterate. Basically, that. it's just we need the airline industry to come back, and this is not the way.
1: If you think about this scientifically, all of these measures, quote unquote, that they're taking, they're from a PR standpoint.
3: Yeah, that's exa- all it is. Exactly. Because
1: none of it is practical. None of it does what people think that it does. And and so we might as well just start talking about this story. Oh oh, one more thing though that I want to bring up before we get. <laughs>
2: right so cliffhanger
1: so a lot of casinos are starting to open across the country now you know especially in las vegas in fact today's june 3rd so they open tomorrow yeah um but some of the casinos in like california that are you know owned by the native american tribes and, and things like that so i was i was reading a story about that and the casinos they're requiring people to wear masks These casinos, the Vegas ones, fortunately, are not. So you're supposed to cut a
0: hole in the mask for your cigar? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? So
1: you're required to wear a mask in the casino unless you are actively smoking.
0: Oh, well, that's (laughs) great. So let's just push the health narrative on this one. Yeah.
2: Well, and the funny thing is, is when you're smoking, you're literally blowing out the air from inside your lungs into the air. So, but then when you're done, put a mask on. Dude.
1: Dude, Zero it's so you're, you're touching the slot machine, then you're touching the cigarette, then you're touching your mask, then you're touching your face. It's all for looks. None of it yeah. is practical. Doesn't but which, which is crazy. But but it's like,
0: <laughs> do you know i I would be willing to bet. Now I have no data to back this up. <clears throat> this is just a feeling that I have. Yeah. I bet you there are more people out there that would support not having to live under these stupid restrictions. Then there are people that do, yeah. And you know, and and I think slowly, you know, casinos and the airlines and and businesses for that matter that have started to reopen, requiring masks and shit like Costco and you know, and you were just talking about the Apple Store. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I guarantee you, everybody's gonna start realizing, oh my God, we can't keep doing this. It's hurting Dude, our business. I will. When
2: I was at the mall yesterday. I saw a kid, and his half his face was covered, so I couldn't tell for sure how old he was. I say kid, because I'm guessing maybe 16. Yeah. Dude, he had one of those surgical-looking medical masks on. Yeah. And the middle part of it, where his fucking mouth was, had started to, like discolor <laughs> oh, because he's probably oh been wearing God. it every day oh, since the pandemic ew. started and i literally am looking at this and i just wanted to be like wow dude do you realize that that thing needs to be clean do you real like or that's your teeth that's, that's worse that's, oh, breath. that's worse God, than dude.
1: not wearing a mask yeah and i'm just
2: thinking no, like, it is i hope he oh, hasn't man. shared that mask with anybody like anyway um Let's no. get to the article. So, so what... Is I guess it, is what it we an were, airline or yeah, is it... No,
1: I guess what we were... What The reason why we started talking about this is because we were... You know, people are... Certain people with certain agendas are wanting to accept the fact that there's a new normal yeah. coming. Yeah. And I think it's horseshit. This shouldn't be. But, again, so some of these companies... They're doing all these different things so they can, I don't know if it's necessarily to profit off of it, but maybe mm-hmm. they see an opportunity. Well, I don't see an opportunity because none of this shit is going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be necessary. So yeah. there's a company called Safran, S-A-F-R-A-N. And, um, <laughs> Do you think is this... they're out of San Francisco? <laughs> I, maybe oh, San, it's Fran? Sa- Safran,
2: Safran. San Fran? Oh, Safran, not San Okay.
1: Um, but I think they're out of Europe, actually. Yeah, uh, And is this story up on Ramp Check Report yet, Aaron? Uh No, because okay. it just came out. And we, so we this we just came it. out. And we haven't had a chance to update this. But by the time you hear the podcast, this will be up on Ramp Check Report. Um, so this is a company that does aircraft interiors. And they've got a mock-up of some of the things that they're going to do to create... Social distancing aircraft interiors, and if you look at some of this shit, I mean, one of the things that I see is first off plexiglass between the seats. Yeah, uh,
2: like a like a police car between the
1: an actual plexiglass back. barrier. Yeah. Okay. So, in the event of an emergency, how do you get past this? <laughs> Ryan keeps telling me to tone it down. I'm sorry. Well, good God, I my right ear is
0: ringing. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, an emergency. I mean, it's a, a joke. Emergency.
1: So then, so where does um, emergency egress uh, happen now?
0: Well, and Is not that... not only that, I'm pretty sure that that any bug that you're going to spew out your mouth doesn't give a shit about plexiglass and it's going to just fly right over it or right Once in front the thing, of it you, or, like,
2: it's, it's an such a cavern. joke. Like you're in an enclosed space, like a plexiglass Whatever it's like, you said we're not gonna have freaking glass bubble or uh, plastic bubbles we're flying in. Like, ah, uh, dude, it's so. Ir- okay, oh, so here's geez. here's what I think when I look at this, brothers. I think, hey, actually, that'd be kind of nice because I could lean my head against it, <laughs> and uh, my neck won't kink when I sleep on a plane. But then I'm thinking, but that means people are gonna sneeze on them. Well, not a, like imagine
0: sitting in that m- in the
2: middle seat. How fast that would be! You can't even be? put your elbows out, like dude. That's a
1: joke. Well, this, I can't. This is not helpful. I can't see the FAA approving this. Mm-mm, I can't no at all. Way. Um, so the um, I guess this guy is the owner of this company. Um, He believes that the recovery from the COVID-19 crisis will spur airlines to think differently about their cabins. This is a quote from him. His last name is Murier. I don't even know or care what his first name is. Although the industry, excuse me, this is a British company. Although the industry has been hit badly, we foresee a lot of upgrade and retrofit activity. The post-COVID environment will create new needs and new opportunities. Mr. Murier, no, it fucking won't. It won't. Yeah. listen,
2: listen, like, and I'm not taking the other side. I'm just going to (laughs) say, listen, he's probably a business-minded individual that's Mm -hmm. probably just, like, I'm trying to think about how to be productive and make some money. And, dude, listen, we're not being critical of you for that. If for some reason you remotely end up listening to, have a remote chance of listening to this podcast. Like, we understand that you're trying to be innovative, but our point is, is the airline industry... Because of what's coming out with data and all that and how things have been before, we don't need to fucking do this. Yeah. We don't. So, and so we don't want this as people who support the aviation community, who travel, who love to go places with their family. This is not how we want to fucking fly. And it's just going to create more problems well, think of all than the, anything.
1: think of all the additional costs it's going to incur to the airlines. Yeah. Now... One thing that I've learned working in the airline industry over the years is when things cost the airlines more money, guess what? Things cost passengers more money. Oh, yeah. So the price of flights is going to go way up. If you want to keep people away, then you'll be doing stuff like this. (laughs) Sorry, I had someone at my front door. I just wanted to look. I heard a bird chirping. We got a bird nest by my front door, so I apologize for that. But anyway... I don't see this as practical. No, I, I, I think, don't. I, I don't
0: want to feel like I'm flying on
1: Conair right.
0: and that I'm a criminal. Right. Well, dude, do you getting the yeah, do you know how hard wrong. it
2: is to get to that window seat in some of the planes? Like, oh yeah. And you think that well, plexiglass is going to make it any
1: easier? Well, and here's another example too. So they've got on two aisles in front of that. If if you guys look at this picture. Yeah. There's, like, this, this cloth band that goes from, like, the seat back to seat back and completely blocks it off.
2: It, it looks I, like one of those things that you can put in your car window that you pull down for kids yeah, to right. block the but sun. But it's like, how but is that going it goes getting... horizontal instead of vertical.
1: This is... All this is, it's just for appearances. That's it. It's not going to do anything. You know, uh, although... I it doesn't I mean, need to. I guess it would be... If if you're in the plexiglass business right now, hey, way to go. But Seriously, that's en- enjoy dude. the ride because it's going to end. Because yeah. this plexiglass stuff, it will go away. There is not going to be a new normal. We've made it into the year 2020 without plexiglass and social distancing and wearing face masks right. in public right. and not wearing gloves or PPE or, you know, all this bullshit. We've made it this far. So, why, all of a sudden, do we have to change the entire way of life to make it further? We don't. We We, don't. And And we don't.
2: Things I'm okay with, like, I'm okay with now when I go to a drive-thru that the debit card scanner's hanging out there and I put my card in and pull it out. Like, I'm okay with stuff like that. Like, it's not a huge inconvenience, but the shit that's inconvenience, inconvenience that's unnecessary is stupid. I don't agree with this. Like, I mean, we've got to recover the airline industry and I feel so bad for so many people we know that just have been hit hard by this. Mm -hmm. And this, it's like I said, this just isn't the way it ain't it to me. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's lots of posts and we even, you know, put up some stickers and some t-shirts. It's like, you know buy airline tickets like you bought toilet paper. <laughs> that was I awesome. Mean, I love we, it. That's what we need to do, but I just fear that if the airlines are going to be enacting just stuff like this, oh god, I just I want them to succeed but don't be stupid about yeah, it. Exactly. Don't be You smart. know cuz I mean on our podcast, look, okay, we don't sit down like industry professionals and you know, uh, you know, try to, you know, talk out all the, the data and, you know, this and this, like that's we, w- we have, <laughs> look, we are industry professionals in the sense that we do have decades of experience spread around all of us. Right. Um, but you know, we try to bring the reality perspective to it. And I think that's what we're doing Right. is we're explaining, you know,
1: <laughs> With our own personal opinion.
0: Well, yeah, of course, but, but that's, but the, that's but, who we are, but, dude, the, right? re- I mean. but the reality is, if airlines are going to be doing this, it is going to be more difficult for them to recover.
1: Yes. It, period. And it's going to take a lot longer for them yeah. to recover. Because, and mark my words, like if well, they do
0: this, it we're going to be talking about this two years but, from now. How they're still
1: struggling and right. You know, and are these, are these ideas coming from their PR team? Yeah. Because again, right. Yeah. There's nothing scientifically based on what yeah. they're trying to yeah. do. So the and, science and, doesn't work. And, and it's, it's all from a and, PR standpoint. Right, right. And they think that maybe they'll be able to get people flying more quickly because of this, but I, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. Let's not start. Let's not restart the airlines
0: based on, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. bullshit. Like
2: hard, hard data, exactly. And, you know, the other thing I'll say really quick to maybe to someone who's listening going, oh, you don't know any... Air name. <laughs> like, uh, in in your defense, in, in people that are thinking that way, like, I get it that, like, let's take the island of Kauai, for example. Like, I actually looked into getting ticket. Uh, Deanna and I went there, and I loved it, and I want to go back. So I looked just for fun to see, like, pricing. But did you know right now, if you go to Kauai, with them being in quarantine, if you're there as a tourist, and they have to lock down and quarantine for any reason, you're there for 14 days. They're not allowing people out of their hotel rooms. Right. It's a joke. And they're saying you have to eat by room service. They're not letting you go to the beach pool. So... I think what's happening is what is point? people are like, well, I don't want to fucking go to Hawaii and then be stuck there for two weeks, so and not be able to do anything. And that's not and that is a factor that's not the airline's fault. Like people are just scared to go there, you know. And so we understand. Our point is is the airline shouldn't be doing shit for a new normal. That's that's so how just, I feel. Like yeah. yeah, open up as normal. People will eventually feel safe.
0: People that want to to wear a mask will wear a mask. People that want to over-sanitize can over-sanitize. Right. You know, I mean, if anything, you know, to me, a smart solution if the airlines really want to try to show is put one of those little fucking walk-through sanitizing stations right before you get on the airplane. You know, it just, like, missed you with like a little sanitizer <laughs> like just do something stupid well, as that same, something right. simple yeah i mean, I, mean
2: it, I don't i don't know and no, just, I and get just it. keep encouraging people if you're sick maybe that's not the best time to fly somewhere Probably you know not. What i mean like but i look at it anyway as like i'm not going to do that anyway if i'm like really right. sick i'm not going to go somewhere and then you know maybe someone who's been planning a vacation and they get sick you know, they're like, oh, I still want to go. But guess what? Maybe that's the time then you should think about wearing a mask to protect other people from your exactly. illness. You know, like, and who knows even what illness you have. It's just, oh, man, it's so frustrating. Like, here in Utah, they're talking about finally go, going to green soon. And um, and, and it was what stood out to me was, like, the governor said, I, I, I can't quote it exactly, but he's like, He's like, there's a good possibility the state of Utah could be going to green here in the next week or two. And he's like, it's because the people who do contract COVID-19, 99% of them are just fine. So he's like, he's like, I'm looking into doing that because 99% is a good number to get things closer to normal. And then, of course, there's a a board of like all these healthcare professionals and some of them are like, well, we can go to green, but we're still gonna recommend masks. You know, it's like, no, no, if we're going to green, let's just fucking get back to normal. Right. Um, but anyway, I I, I wasn't trying to verify the airlines. I'm just making the point. Like yeah. Oh, and by the way, that I wanna do a quick um data correction I did in either the I can't remember if it was the last episode or before. I was talking about a survival rate of like ninety eight and a half percent. I was wrong. It's it's over ninety nine percent. Oh. And the reason I I read an article... Get your
1: facts straight, brother.
2: I read an article and I was like, (laughs) shit, I probably sounded like a dumbass. Because if it was 98.5%, that's actually a lot more deaths than... um, Over 99%. Than what the U.S. currently has. Right. So I, I was wrong in that I was just throwing something out in my head that I thought that I had read that was a good number. But it's the survival rate. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Over and,
0: and 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 of course it you know if, if you're over 70 years old, your risk of of getting sick mm-hmm. goes up. You know, it's well, like it's, it's like not three, really
1: your, three your three to
0: three to five percent. If you're over seventy, you can get sick. Well, yeah. but, and, and but sick but it's enough not, to die. It's yeah. not but It's not a, a guaranteed death sentence. Exactly. Right.
1: And it's not that if you're over seventy, you run a greater risk of getting sick. It's if you're over seventy If you do get sick, you run a greater risk of having more severe symptoms. So people get
2: out there, right? Right. Get out there, and you know, just
1: let's get back to normal. You know, I don't know why this thought just
2: popped into my head, but when I used to work the 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 line out in Salt Lake City, we used to have this seven thirty seven two hundred come in for a fuel stop called Casino Express.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I remember Casino Express, and it was
2: funny because I used to have to go up into the aircraft and you know, uh, take care of some things and help them. And it was probably all people over 80. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. And I'm thinking like, you know, it, it just made me think of that. And I totally remember us like, yeah, you know, when it was Let's hope in. that aircraft never needs to,
0: you know, uh, <laughs> A quick egress, yeah, quick egress. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. But, um, anyway, by people, Travel, man. Let's get this airline industry yeah, back. and Definitely. Let's start now that states are opening up and going to, like, you know. But the problem is, is now people are probably not going to want... Like, who wants to go to New York right now? Yeah.
1: Good Lord. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. California. I, LA. Santa Monica. I love yeah. our listeners in New York, but I didn't have a desire to go to New York again, <laughs> even before the shit hit the fan. Well, so.
2: it's just like... Man, or New York City, I, just, I should I say. Don't. New York
1: State is beautiful. But uh, uh, poor city, man. Yeah. They, just, they got hit so hard. But but if you think well, about and it they got hit hard with the riots right. too. But know? if you think about it, you know, New York City itself, it's gotta be one of the most densely populated places in the country. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is just they're always on top, always of, so on top of each yeah. other yeah. with the number of population. And you know what? The city's filthy. It is not a clean city. Well, there's parts of well, it, parts sure parts of that, it are that are. Fine, are but... I mean,
0: last time I've been there was 2013. Yeah. And, and... I
1: was, okay. I was in a restroom in my hotel that was clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like New York, dude. I don't know why you don't. Know? I, I thought, I, I think New York is cool. I, But I mean, I, I get your point. I, I, I think what it is is New York over the years has had a failure in leadership. Right. Oh. And yeah. and that's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I and agree. I
2: don't really have much of an opinion outside of you know, yeah, what I might see or or hear about only because I've only connected flights and airports there and I've never yeah. had a chance. But, never gone like, the city. but like yeah. my girlfriend loved it. My kids loved it when they went. They mm-hmm. they said there were some really
1: neat areas and diversity yeah. and yeah. and stuff, but but, I mean... No, and don't get me wrong. There are neat places to see, and, and I mean, yeah. culturally, yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, it just seems but, like, uh, you know, Yep, there's a lot of shit that goes down there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So, um, a couple more stories before we end the podcast. Um, the, the title of our, not our previous podcast with Marcus, Sarah, but right before that was uh, They Always Happen in Threes. <laughs> well, since we recorded that podcast, there were a couple of other air, uh, aircraft crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, up in Alaska, a firefighter or a firefighting plane crashed mm-hmm. um, into uh, one of the rivers. I thought it was a lake when I saw the picture. I think that's some big rivers in Alaska. River. Um, but uh, everybody survived, yeah. uh, all four crew members that were on board. So that's good. Um, but uh, holy shit, this, this uh, Pakistani airliner. This say three twenty. What in the hell happened?
0: Well, I just I can't even believe that that the the pilot or the crew, I guess, because it's both of their faults that they didn't radio ahead to the tower that they
1: had an emergency. They couldn't lower their goddamn landing gear. But <laughs> is it is it proven that they couldn't lower it? I yes. mean, if they so it is. They yes. tried to lower and it would not yes. come so, down.
0: So what happened was is. Um, is they were, they were configuring the aircraft for landing. Right. I okay? remember that. And while they were doing that, they tried to lower the landing gear mm-hmm. and they could not, like it wouldn't lower. Okay. It wouldn't go down. So, so then the crew was trying to focus on, you know, what to do about that or whatever. And they weren't maintaining an altitude that they would should, they, they were too high because they were right. focusing on all these, these other things that has to do with the landing gear. And, um, you know, the, uh, uh, approach, um, you know, tower, and it might've even been like an approach frequency. I don't remember, but you know, they were telling them, Hey, they're too high. Do you want to, you know, try to, you know, set up again and, you know, try this approach again and whatever. And the pilots like, no, the altitude's good. We'll make it work or whatever. But this whole time... His the, gear wasn't down? His gear wasn't down. Right. The crew was planning on doing a belly landing and didn't even inform the tower right. that they
1: were going to do it so they couldn't well, fall in the runway. Do I have they to did, trust
2: you too, brother? Yes. Was, it's
1: unbelievable. <laughs> he wasn't saying much, and he did not say yeah. that the landing gear wouldn't come down. Yeah, And when you were talking about, um, uh, about being not at the proper height, the control tower informed him of that. Yeah, And they said, lower your altitude. And he... He says, adding that the pilot replied, I will manage. Yeah, that he's okay. That he's got it. And then <laughs> I will like, manage. Well, it didn't
2: really matter. And then it he told well, controllers
1: too that were comfortable now during the approach, but again never mentioned so so they they actually hit the runway with their engines yeah. three separate times. Yeah. I we, mean, I've seen the video. You've yeah. seen the skid marks on the run. It's skid marks. <laughs> yes, I'm childish. Um, Probably did shit as bad. Yeah, the en- the engine marks the where engine... it rubs on the right. runway. Exactly. You see the different. Yeah, and so why didn't they just why didn't they just set it down and leave it down?
0: Well, because part of the problem was he was too high. His approach was too high, yep. and when he got over the numbers, he was too fast and too high to safely do it. So why touch it down in the
1: first place? Exactly. Well, why, yeah. why why not call for emergency? Right. Exactly. So crew. he touches down three times. Oh he destroys the gearboxes in both engines, and so the engines are functioning fine yeah, enough so, to get him back so to do the, a go around. The oil
0: and everything. But he loses like everything.
1: Yeah. And then, and then he start. I mean, have you heard the ATC conversation? Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's eerie. Yeah. You know. And then this guy and was then just finally he calls Mayday, Mayday, Mayday right before they go down. They've lost both engines. Yeah. Why wouldn't you communicate your situation that the gear wouldn't come down ahead of time? Yeah, let them know. And uh, why so would weird. you even try the approach? Yeah, I. Yeah, you. you I mean,
0: well, I, I guarantee you, a, a, a flight crew here in the U.S. When they have a gear issue, their gear won't come down. The first thing they're going to do is let the whatever controller they're talking about or two, right. whether it's tower or yeah. approach or whatever. Hey, uh our landing gear, uh we're gonna need to hold for a little bit to try to yeah, work. Well the remember right the
2: JetBlue flight a few years back, or well, maybe it was more than a few. The one where the, the uh, nose gear was the nose turned. gear was yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. dude they flew around for hours.
3: Yeah. Because
2: right. I remember watching the T V report. Yeah, me too. And I remember like being like, Jesus, like land already <laughs> you know, but <laughs> right. they were going over every scenario. Yeah.
1: They yeah. were burning off fuel burning off at the fuel. same time.
2: Like they weren't just like, ah oh, fuck it, let's just try right yeah <laughs> and
0: and and then if they can't get their gear down and they absolutely have to to command on the engines or the belly mm-hmm. they're going to set that up so that the f- runway is foamed the emergency yeah. personnel are standing by right. everybody knows what's going Try on the everything. airport shut down yeah. like everything but it's like it, it's what did this crew of this well,
1: Pakistani well, aircraft do? So they just not give in, a shit in a uh doesn't make any sense. I, I've jump seated in many, many planes. You know, mostly the Canada regional jets. Yeah. And if the gear won't lower, there's an ha- there's a handle to lower it manually. Yeah. Yeah. Did they even try that? Yeah.
0: I, you know who? It does, the it hell knows? Like yeah. It. Exactly. It, does seem like it, it. doesn't. I mean... It's
1: just. And okay. Hearts go out to the passengers that lost their lives. Hearts go out to their families. Hearts go out to the crew members. But this this is a gross example of airmanship Mm -hmm. or lack thereof, I should say, forgetting to fly the airplane. Mm -hmm. Uh, It sounds to me like they were more concerned with working the problem than flying the airplane. And then all of a sudden they're, they're like almost landing Mm -hmm. and it's almost like they didn't realize that they were there. Yeah. And it's just, it's awful. And, and I think that, Going back to the 737 MAX incidents with Ethiopian Airlines Mm. and And Lion Air, Air, the level of training outside of the United States of America and Europe, I'm guessing... um, the level and the um, the standards that they have to maintain, I just mm-hmm. think it's lower. I yeah. really do. It,
0: it, it's all, it's almost like the the manufacturers of these aircraft need to band together and sign an agreement that hey, if we're gonna sell our aircraft to these different companies, they have got to abide by high standards Standard. of yeah. training, of maintenance, of everything. I mean, that's
2: just. I mean, and that, that would help the aircraft manufacturers in so many right. cases legally too. Yeah, You know, like well, yeah. this is what happened and, and I read that or I hear about this and I look into it and obviously we don't know every detail, but I'm, I'm always, it always makes me curious and I've never flown a jet commercially, you know, I've flown airplanes cause you know, I have yeah. hours, but never commercially with all that training, but what what is it that is said that when you're having a problem, the first thing you have to do that any pilot we talk to says fly the fly airplane. the airplane. So why, when there are two pilots in the cockpit of an airplane, why can't one of them at least make sure they are flying the airplane? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know it's a team effort to well, troubleshoot, but you have two of you. One of you should at least be flying the goddamn airplane. And there is a term.
1: There is a term for that, and it's called crew resource management mm-hmm. CRM. Yeah, and Crew resource management was actually developed after a fatal crash where the crew forgot to fly the airplane. I can't remember which one, yeah. but there was a specific accident that this actually came out of the um, um, the final report or yeah. you know recommendations mm-hmm. from the NTSB. Yeah. But obviously, crew res- resource management was not yeah. um, was not a part of this. And and one more thing I want to say about this. And, I mean, go back and listen to our episode with Acrojet, mm-hmm. uh, When Pigs Fly. <laughs> yeah. That's such a great episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but uh, a, a gear up landing is a very survivable incident. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a very survivable thing. And first off, if you drag your engines on the runway, you should know that those engines aren't going to function for very long. I know, and so anyway, so that that's really all I have to say about that. But um, um, that's that's all I have ass. to say about that. <laughs> so let's, Jenny.
0: So we've got one more uh, topic yeah, to let's talk, let's talk transition about. To huge, we don't have to vent about finally yes. some good
1: news. Yes, and and I want to. Well, we'll talk about this in a second, but go ahead, Aaron. We'll let you uh, take the lead on this one. Because <laughs> because this this. this what the events that happened during this week including the launch remind me specifically of something and i want to i want to bring that up here in a minute but go ahead Aaron.
0: yeah so um so uh on god what was it may 30th i just want to make sure i get the date right because i was so There's excited third, about that second, yeah second first yeah 30, so
2: first 30th yep
0: yep so on may 30th uh SpaceX, which is uh, you know, basically run by Elon Musk. Elon, yep. Um, he is their chief engineer, which oh, is by great. the way,
1: congratulations on your new little baby with uh <laughs> with your girlfriend Grimes, Elon. <laughs> Love her music.
0: Yeah, and part of the part <laughs> of their their baby's name is named after the A twelve. I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's so funny. It is, it's awesome. But but anyway, um SpaceX launched uh two U.S. astronauts from NASA from U.S. soil hell made um, uh, from a rocket made here in the United States. Now, Pad 39A, right? Yeah, on Pad 39A. That was the last launch pad where the last space shuttle mission Mm -hmm. was launched about nine years ago. Uh, it was 2011 and,
1: um, July of 2011. And
0: what's cool is I remember watching that whole mission on NASA TV, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from, from launch to landing, uh, you know, that long ago, which was pretty cool, but, but it is pretty cool. And it's, it's, a it's a monumental feat. I mean, being able to launch, you know, U S astronauts from U S soil made on, you know, on equipment that's made in the USA huge. Is, is absolutely
2: huge. It is huge.
0: And um, we just congratulate, you know, SpaceX and Elon Musk and the astronauts and NASA. And I think it was smart for NASA to go this route by contracting with private companies Absolutely. for innovation. For I mean, just imagine how NASA is going to benefit once once SpaceX gets their their uh, Falcon Heavy.
1: Oh my God! Rocket right? going. I mean, I mean
0: and, and, you know, and uh, uh, Starship and, yeah. and that whole set. Of, well, not Falcon Heavy. I said Falcon Heavy. Th- that's already in operation. The- but what I meant to say was the Starship... <laughs> With the whole configuration where they can like take it to the moon, right. Mars. Well, but the, which the is Falcon, crazy
1: the Falcon Heavy, the rocket, those are gonna be interchangeable with these different
0: Yeah, there's all kinds yeah, of I exactly. mean the innovation well, that SpaceX right.
1: has done well, and is Boeing, unbelievable. Boeing is working on their mm-hmm. um, space, yeah. you know, their space program as well. Yeah. And so what's gonna be cool is I hope that there's going to be competition going into Mm -hmm. space. There's Mm -hmm. going to be different, you know, Virgin Galactic, they're doing their thing. You've got, you've got Boeing, you've got SpaceX. There's another company. Sierra Nevada. Um, Um, There's, um, you've got, uh, ah, the
0: the Amazon company, or not Amazon. um, (laughs) Amazon Prime. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's um, Blue Origin. Falcon
1: 9 Heavy. Blue Origin. Oh, Blue Origin. That's right. So, all these different private, companies right, right. are going to be able to launch people, payload, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. And this is going to increase our exploration of space yeah. exponentially. I just said exploration and exponentially in the same <laughs> sense. You say that three right? times, five times that well, fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. So no, exciting. I a, so
2: exciting. And, and Tony and I were actually working at a client's house um, with one of our other businesses. And, you know, what was so awesome was... They were just, they were an elderly couple Mm -hmm. and they were just as excited about it as we, they, I'm working in a room and she comes in she's like, let me turn the TV on for you. And it was, it was cool for about that, like five minutes. I wasn't fucking thinking about COVID. I wasn't thinking about Mm -hmm. the riots. I wasn't thinking about anything. I honestly felt like I was an American crowd watching mm. I wasn't thinking about anything other than that this was awesome Breathe I'm in someone in else's the bacon home and I'm like teary eyed and bacon and
1: Bacon, western oh, like bacon cheeseburger or famous Starwood with cheese buy and one get one up. for just a buck Here. only a Carl's junior
0: oh wow. <laughs> sorry we're having some technical difficulties all <laughs> that of a sudden weird we got it was, was well, the website that i
1: clicked on this like playing okay. audio or April something oh, there it is right there. Um, anyway i was Congress just filled with American so flight. much pride as yeah, i like, exactly. get all
2: eyed and and Would you guys be alright if I played... I I took a video of it on my phone.
0: Yeah.
2: I just want to play, like, the first 30 seconds of the launch. And I never realized this, okay? And I'm even getting... I'm getting a little teary-eyed just talking about it. I watched it later. And you can just hear... I, like, 30 seconds into the launch, I'm like, go, baby, go. Because I'm like... (laughs) I know. I'm, like, thinking, like, we need this is in the country right now. So let me just play it. And you might hear the... uh,
3: 3, 2, 1, 0. Edition. Lift off. The Falcon Line. A crew dragon. Gun, Dessa. Gun, Spindex. Godspeed. Bob and Doug. Bob and Doug. I love it. Give us some of it. There's, we need it
1: to go to seconds into this historic on,
3: mission. Jesus. Flying crew on more Dragon and Falcon 9 at Lagungo. Okay.
1: Falcon power comes phenomenal. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that yeah. awesome? You just, you just want to yeah. see it. Yeah. Oh,
0: no. yeah. And. That's awesome, man. That awesome. What, a, what a moment. I was standing so up awesome. in front of the, the TV the whole time and just cheering it on, too. It was. I took a bunch of, you know, screenshots and uh, Ah, so neat. But yeah, I mean, it's so cool. That Crew Dragon vehicle that SpaceX has developed. It's just awesome looking inside. I mean, it basically oh. just looks like a
1: Tesla Dude, spacecraft. It's, it's so like,
0: cool—the big touch screen. That's one of the cool things and, about
1: SpaceX. Yeah, is <laughs> when they do that shit, they do it in style. Oh, they do it
2: right. Dude, I felt I mean, like I was watching a movie. Yeah, about them right. like going into space. Right. Super
0: well, super sci-fi. And you you look at the the um the the arm um on the launch pad yeah. <laughs> where the astronauts walk down to load into the spacecraft. I mean that that whole setup just looks like a movie. Right. Yeah. And that's how that's how space travel and all the space programs should be well, right down it looks to the
1: right down to the um the the uniform yeah. or not the uniforms but the yeah, spacesuits the space that they're that wearing the, that they wear. and the and the the headset or the mask, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's just cool. And the fact that they're sitting cool. in there and it's all, like, these these aren't just screens. They're touchscreens. They oh, are yeah. They're controlling everything yeah. from the aircraft. They have a few switches down below. And did you see the the, the transport vehicle to get them from, you know, the building yeah. to the actual... It's a Tesla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dude, yeah
2: no. It's just, it's like awesome. I said, so much pride. I just can't even... I, I can't believe... If someone didn't pay attention to this and watch this and don't understand how cool this is for America, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel bad for that individual because if you were paying attention to anything else, at least for that couple of minutes, like come on, yeah, like well, this was huge. And,
0: and to watch Elon Musk too, and and to watch the post launch press conference mm-hmm. and everything, I mean, you just got to give it to that guy. He he's just so enthusiastic and so mm-hmm, genuine. He is. And just loves what he does. I felt and so united, so cool. like with yeah. All oh the, yeah, all absolutely. Americans over
2: that, absolutely. Like, For a moment, I didn't think about anything other than that being an American. You know, mm-hmm. it was right. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: And and it is kind of funny. Tony kind of mentions Bob. Bob and Doug. I know. Yeah, it's like growing up. One of our favorite movies, yeah. Beauty was eh? Strange Brew.
2: That's and where every the Beauty you... or Good Day comes from.
0: That's right, Good Day and Bob and Doug and I don't know Do you... wh- who follows us on whoever follows on us on Instagram. Yeah, um, we posted. Um, A photo of of the astronauts. Right. And then down below was, was Bob and Doug, you know. The McKenzie from, brothers. The McKenzie brothers <laughs> so, from the movie. And it said,
1: good luck with the launch, eh? Do you, do you think while they were in space it ran into any fleshy headed mutants?
0: <laughs> no way, eh? <laughs> I'll
1: tell you though, man. Oh, man. Uh, that, that's so funny. So, Bob and Doug. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So. <laughs> Okay, there's a very interesting parallel to this. All well, the bowling alleys have been wrecked.
2: <laughs> Psst, hey, mutant. Hey, are, are you friendly? No way, hey.
1: <laughs> If you guys haven't seen Strange Brew, Aww. you gotta watch it. Especially our younger viewers. Yeah. It's the dumbest. Hey, good day. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother
2: Doug. How's it going? <laughs> wait i gotta play that one more time yeah. hey, good day i'm bob mckenzie
3: It's my brother doug how's it going eh <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: you gotta you gotta watch oh, that movie it's damn, great it so good. all right i i love history yeah and i'm fascinated by history you know the cold war <laughs> world me. war ii um just anything that has shaped our country yeah. um and i remember uh when we in our last episode with Marcus Serra, um, he mentioned the movie, um, what was it, uh, 20 something or 30 something out seven? Anyway, I don't remember the Kevin Costner movie, um, and uh, it's about the uh Cuban Missile Crisis. Um, oh, yeah, 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 I remember anyway, now. I don't remember the great movie. movie as well, but um, so let's really quick. What are some of the things that have happened this year um, in our society uh, before the launch? So, of course, you know, in January we have COVID, right? Mm -hmm. So, COVID surfaces, um, Uh, you know, people start to, uh, or states and governments, they start to, they they recommend, you know, they make recommendations. then do the shutdown. They want to flatten the curve. And then we've got... um, a few airliners that have crashed. We've we've had um, fighter jets crash, right. snowbird crash. Thirteen days. Was thirteen your- days. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, thirteen days. Um, so we've had political unrest. We've had uh, rioting. There have been racial, huge racial tensions going on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, then, back on the thirtieth, then we have the launch, right? Mm-hmm. So this is fascinating to me because this is a very interesting parallel to the year 1968. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys have seen that, uh, the HBO series from the earth to the Mm -hmm. moon, right? Oh yeah. Um, great. Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg got together and, and, uh, or maybe it wasn't Steven Spielberg. I think he was anyway. Um, Ron Howard was involved in that Mm -hmm. as well. And, um, there's an episode titled 1968 Mm -hmm. and, it's about everything that's going wrong. 1968 was probably one of the craziest years in United States history. So I'm going to list a few of the things that happened in mm-hmm. 1968. Mm-hmm. Um, North Korea War, the Tet Offensive. Um, uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated that year, mm-hmm. um, which led to students and protests all over Riot. the world, not just about Martin Luther Why, King, riots but while well, rioting, but also because of the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bobby Kennedy, who mm-hmm. was running for president, was assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, The Chicago Democratic Convention um Richard Nixon gets elected to the White House, but guess what? The last thing was that happened in 1968. Significant. I would guess it has to do with the Apollo missions. The Apollo eight mission. That's the one where they yeah. actually orbit. They a, go up the and they the orbit first the moon. Time, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Isn't it interesting how it the, gives me uh, chills to think about it, the that. Mon- the the whole history repeats itself. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? How true that is. I yeah. mean,
1: really, the only thing missing from this list in 1968. Is a pandemic. pandemic? Yeah, I mean, you look at all the other parallels that have happened. So I'm thinking about all this. In fact, while I was watching the launch, that immediately popped into my head. It's like here's mm-hmm. all this bad stuff happening right now. Mm-hmm. People are people are scared. They're angry. Um, you know, there's tragedies happening. Um, mm-hmm. People are out of work. People are have lost their jobs. You know, um, businesses, businesses have, have shut, shut down. Yeah. And then, amidst all of this stuff, I mean, I'm getting chills just talking about it. It's stupid. But then we have the launch, the mm-hmm. the SpaceX the SpaceX launch with two American crew members,
3: mm-hmm. an
1: American-built um, launch vehicle, and. Um, launching from america so i just anyway if you get yeah, the chance cool. to watch it i believe it's on hbo now not it's now on hbo it's on the actual app hbo now <laughs> um but you can watch it the, the whole series is amazing yeah. about yeah, the then, apollo uh, program. apollo
0: 8 was was where that that fan, famous footage that jim lovell i think it was jim lovell that took the the video the photos of the earth rise mm-hmm. coming up you know over the the moon oh, yeah. surface when yeah. they were orbiting yep. when they were coming around the earth which is or the moon which is amazing i mean i still can picture those oh, i knew right you right know when you that mean, footage said that. Yep. you know and yep. i think that's what the famous image is called as earth rise earth rise like that. yeah so but, uh, yeah, that's that's incredible.
1: Anyway, for all you youngsters out there, uh, you're welcome for the little history lesson. Um, <laughs> for you old farts like me, you guys, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I was born in 67. So I had, in 1968, I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's just interesting and, and glad to know that I was alive uh, yeah, well, during that. And during that launch, too, you know, I was really
2: young. I think I was, when did Challenger... 86. 86. Uh,
1: January 25th, 1986. that means
2: I was six years old, you guys, and I still remember watching that launch and watching it happen. I thought I was older because I can remember it so well, picture it so well, but that's why when I was watching this launch, just because of everything that's taking place, that's why it was so emotional for me because even though I've watched other launches since the Challenger, yeah, this one, I just knew how big it was for like our country yeah. right now. You know, not and, that all of all the yeah, others weren't, yeah, but like yeah. for some reason, my mind went to that, and I'm just like, please let these yeah. guys be safe. You know, mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. So right. I was
2: so glad that everything went well. And
0: yeah, we and Elon Musk during the you know post launch press conference is like, hey, there's still a lot of work to do. Right. We still have to bring them home safely. Yep. And uh, and, and you know, and then we'll know. You know that what we built here is really truly extraordinary. Dude, those those rockets that
2: the boost that land on that pad. Oh, oh yeah, how yeah. Cool is that? And they, dude. They, yeah, they
0: landed the the main uh, core, of the Falcon Nine, on their drone ship. Dude. Well, yeah. not not only is it just impressive that they can land one of their rockets back at the Cape on on one of the landing pads, but to actually land one. On a ship out in the middle of the ocean that's moving right. and swaying. And it is unbelievable with SpaceX
2: unprecedented, see, dude. And this, all the money
0: it saves.
1: Well, yeah. Just in recovery, you know. It's unbelievable. This is the result of involving private industry. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These innovations. The yeah,
2: resources you know. that come about are just absolutely yeah. crazy. And the resources yeah. on the other flip side that they don't have to use. They don't have to send out manpower and helicopters and ships to recover. Like they just basically land it and then just drive it home.
0: Well, I was, I was reading a price comparison between SpaceX and Boeing Mm -hmm. as far as flying to the international space station, because Boeing, like you, Tony mentioned, um, is also working on a spacecraft that Mm -hmm. will be able to be used to, uh, ferry astronauts to and from the international space station. And, um, the cost difference between what Boeing does and what SpaceX does is is no pun intended. astronomical. <laughs> I mean it's it, it's fifty it's like fifty five million dollars to to uh for a flight to the <coughs> International Space Station. Now, the one thing I don't know if, if that was per astronaut or if that was per flight, but I mm. think it's per flight fifty five million dollars per flight to use SpaceX. Ninety million dollars to use Boeing. Wow. I mean, it's oh, wow. unbelievable it's the difference, yeah. and it's because of the innovations that SpaceX has been able mm-hmm. to to um, you know place into their uh, right. equipment and and their technologies. And I mean, we love Boeing, and and mm-hmm. you know we love SpaceX, but but it's just Boeing is as far as the innovation goes is still kind of stuck with the old way of thinking. Right. As is NASA. Like, right. I and mean, you look exactly. at the Artemis missions and, and they, they're still using expendable rockets and, right. and the cost to do that is just no pun intended astronomical. <laughs> um, and, and so what SpaceX is doing is, is absolutely, it's unprecedented and it's unbelievable and hats off to them. I mean, it's, it's amazing to follow along their journey like on social media and and um yeah
1: it's you guys are on youtube they've got lots of great content Mm -hmm. on on youtube so getting back to spacex and the cost versus Mm -hmm. them and boeing Mm -hmm. when you're launching humans or payload into space Mm -hmm. the bottom line is weight (sighs) Mm -hmm. period that's Mm -hmm. how the price is calculated it's because well, it's weight, the more and weight and there is, the, the more fuel you need to get up there. Right. So yeah. so you make the equipment more efficient, lighter weight, reusable. Reusable. I mean, so many different did factors. The, when you look at the cockpit of the
2: uh, space shuttle, it's a flight deck. Flight deck. Cockpit. No, it's a cockpit. Yeah. We, it's we, a cockpit. We, we, we settled that. Out. I know we did. We did. We did. We did. It. It's I'm just when they were showing camera footage, <laughs> how cool was that freaking heads up? Display like the yeah the glass cockpit. Oh my! Like God, yeah, state of the art. Like and just seeing so the astronauts
0: cool. just you know using yeah, the just, touch screen as opposed
2: yeah. to flipping all millions of switches. And which you know in its own way, this space shuttle is badass because it's classic. But like just the new technology. Yeah, and, and exactly. I, something on a funnier note. Did you guys um, watch when uh, Bob and Doug first came out of the their? Uh, um,
0: the dragon, the dragon, vehicle.
2: to like go into the space station. Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you notice? And I, I rewatched it because it was so funny to me. I don't know if it was Bob and Doug because the camera was a little further away, and I don't know like yeah. exactly who was who to be honest. But like when he he first came in, like. It was one of those, like, awkward handshake hug things. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he put out his hand to shake and the other guy, like, just wanted to hug. So, it was kind of like quick yeah, handshake, I, I quick hug. I, like,
0: I did see that. It was
2: like that awkward moment when you're, sure, you're not sure yeah. if it's right to... Handshake or hug, and it was just so funny because it yeah. turned into both. It was like well, and a handshake wh- and then a big hug. Welcome to the Bo- International
1: Space
0: Bo- Station,
2: Bo- eh? <laughs>
0: Bob and Doug are probably so used to not shaking that's hands what I'm being saying. on Earth. That's oh, why it's it sure so funny. I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. That's why it
2: was so funny to yeah. me because it was yeah. kind of like that is he funny. went to shake hands, and then you 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 realize immediately he's like, oh yeah. fuck, I'm not gonna shake hands yeah. for this. And then he's like,
0: oh yeah, we need to hug
2: and shake like, hands. You know, it is kind of hard to
1: practice social distancing on the International Space Station. (laughs) Well,
2: if there's anyone that's probably the healthiest without any symptoms anywhere, it's going to be astronauts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Not only the astronauts that went up there, but the ones that were already up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're off the, the damn planet so they're yeah. not gonna catch anything <laughs> pretty amazing
1: i i'm so excited to see what's next mm-hmm. and uh i can't wait for us to go back to the moon mm-hmm. i can't wait for us to go to mars <gasps> mm-hmm.
2: and and can i mention to go to the ramp swag store and get our uh, dragon um or not dragon um the, the falcon the, Nine, the falcon Nine. dragon jesus there's so many <laughs> different names I'm shirt that remember. we have yeah go on to the store store usa that's right and get yeah. you an american flag uh falcon
1: definitely t-shirt pretty cool to yeah. support yeah. the fourth us of, and the
2: yes. space program fourth
1: of july is coming up so there are lots of uh, uh, u.s flag designs yeah order asap yes. because
0: covid is still delaying shipments on everything that we produce and it's beyond our control, so we apologize. But yeah, if you want something for the Fourth of July, you need to order it this week. Order. Yeah, I would say this. Order <laughs> now. Sure. Uh-huh. I'm
1: still waiting on my B-21 Raider T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I ordered, but um, but anyway, um, so again, kind of similar back to 1968. I know we're only into June, but uh, yeah. but what a way. Um, what a way to put some positive out there in uh, oh, with yeah. all the negative that 's going on, so um, what else do we talk about, brothers? I think that was I think probably we covered a lot of the, stuff the pinnacle. Yeah. A little over so, an hour
2: and a half so we should yep. probably call it
1: definitely um, we have teased a few things before, but uh, we 've got some really exciting things coming up here with uh, the ramp check podcast. And Ramp Check Global. Like I mentioned, um, we are actually recording video uh, of the podcast, and uh, we'll see exactly how that turns out. But um, uh, the Ramp Check YouTube channel is... (laughs) it's coming, people. In fact, it's already there. It's in the works. We've got we've got some of that F one seventeen footage that we put up that yep. Fast sent to us. Yep. So that's actually on there. It's uh, it's just YouTube. Um, we are at just Ramp Check Global mm-hmm. um, on YouTube, and um, we we want to get the podcast um, up there so uh, it's you can see it in video form uh, one way or another. That's one thing that we're working on. And, um, also for those of you that are familiar out there, I'm just going to say this, I'm going to put it out there. Um, for those of you that would like to support the ramp check podcast, not just by listening and sharing and subscribing, which we always ask you to do. Um, we're also going to give you an opportunity to help support us, uh, in a way that we can bring you more content. Mm -hmm. We can bring you better content, Mm -hmm. uh, on different platforms, um, I'm just going to say the word Patreon is, uh, is coming soon. And, um, we'll, uh, we'll get more details about that. But in the meantime, thank you everybody who has, uh, has been with us. We are, uh, episode number 53 now. Crazy. Um, yeah. and, uh, Man. we're over 8,000 followers on Instagram. Well, over um, eighty one. yeah, actually, that's right. I checked Almost that to close to 82. Um, we want to hit that magic 10,000 mark as soon as possible. So if you can share us with uh, anybody, yeah. um, let's, uh, let's get those followers up. One thing I like is we've built this thing organically. Yes. Um, and that's you guys, our listeners, our, our followers on Instagram. You guys are the reason for that. Uh, and, uh, and we certainly certainly appreciate it. Um, don't forget to go to our Aerospace and Aviation News website. Uh, it's called Ramp Check Report. Uh, just go to rampcheckglobal.com. Uh, you'll be able to click a link there to get the Ramp Check Report. It's got all of the aviation and aerospace news that you can handle. It's all in one mm-hmm. easy, digestible place. Um, and then, of course, uh, while you're listening to the Ramp Check podcast, you can browse the Ramp Swag Store, uh, like Ryan mentioned earlier, lots of great designs. And if you want to get your ramp check uh, global, your your ramp swag with the US flag on it for Independence Day that's coming up, um, get your orders in this week because, uh, like yeah. Aaron said, there have been some delays. Uh, hopefully, uh, that won't last um, too, too much, much longer. longer. So, yeah. uh, once again, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Ramp Check Podcast. Aaron, where can they find you? on social media at Aaron rum follow
0: on pretty much any social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, and then, you know, of course, Facebook, but follow at Ram check global for all the av geekery stuff, obviously. <laughs> um, and like Tony said, uh, Ram check com, Ram check Uh, we've got a lot of exciting things we're working on to, uh, to bring, uh, more content to everybody thank you to our followers um thank you for our supporters and our customers with the ramp swag store as our well guests our guests we absolutely could not uh have created this uh podcast and had it continue on without great guests um we've get you know we get lots of uh feedback at at uh you know um how great our guests are and and, and we appreciate each and every one of those guests it's an honor for us to have you on. Uh, it's an honor for for us to discuss, you know, your history and everything that, that you've done in aviation, um,
1: and we just we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. said. Well said. Is this BH World? Yeah. Yeah. So, since we're recording a video version of <laughs> the podcast, I just want to show the awesome BH World sticker <laughs> uh, that you sent us. This is classic, dude. <laughs> I love it. I know. Anyway. It's so fun. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find
2: me at me on Instagram. It's the same on Twitter. Um, although I haven't really been doing much on that lately just because it's... And I, I know I said that last time. I, my Instagram page, I just don't post much on it. But as of, as of late, I've just kind of been trying to sit, stay in a positive state of mind. And that's been hard to find lately. But, um, <laughs> right. But yeah, and you know, I wanted to mention too. Um, if you go to the Ramp Swag Store at RampCheckGlobal.com, we we have awesome. I don't know what you'd call them—Justice for All shirts or whatever. We've got some cool <laughs> swag on there, just with in light of the recent events. And I think those shirts are very really awesome as well. You can go on there and check them out. Um, if that's your, if that's what you want to do, and we'd love to, you know. Have, have you buy some of those and appreciate all the support. And, you know, we here at the ramp check podcast, support everybody and love everybody and stay safe. And, you know, that's that's all I got.
1: <laughs> Sounds great. Well, yeah. thank you, brother. You're welcome. Um, uh, you can find me at T rum follow on pretty much most of the social media platforms. Um, I don't post a ton on my personal stuff, but there are some, are some entertaining things and uh i go on a few rants myself on uh, the current state of things but anyway um definitely follow me there once again please listen to the ramp check podcast share it with your friends and family subscribe where you can and leave us a a five-star rating and a review Uh, you can especially do that of course on apple podcasts we're available on apple Podcasts, google spotify stitcher um, really all of the, uh, all of the, uh, the, the podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. if you, uh, if you have podcasting as one of the, uh, skills available for Alexa, you can tell Alexa to play the ramp check podcast. In fact, um, we'd love to hear from you, uh, cause we all have Siri. We really don't have Alexa, but, um, mm-hmm. although at moms we do. Um, ask Alexa to play the Ramp Check podcast and uh, give us your feedback let us know if it works you can also go hey Google play the Ramp Check podcast Mm -hmm. Uh, let us know if that's working for you because if it's not then we can take some steps to to make it do that Mm -hmm. but thanks again for listening to the Ramp Check podcast get yourself some Ramp Swag if you haven't listened to all of our episodes start with this one go all the way back to number one or go from number one and work your way all the (laughs) way back up (laughs) <laughs> you're at home. You're not doing much. Well, no, think, you're doing a little bit more right now, which is bit. good. But yeah. uh, thanks again for your support. Keep listening to the podcast. Um, look for this episode on the Ramp Check of the Ramp Check podcast on YouTube as well. If the video turns out, as long as the video you, we're still turns still experimenting. out, <laughs> experimenting. we're still experimenting. <laughs> the first one might be a little bit rough, but hey, you got to start somewhere. Huh.
2: Time for me for the send off. Here we'll leave it to Doug today.
3: Good day, I'm right in your ear. (laughs) (laughs) Good day, everyone. (laughs) Good day. Good day, I'm right in your ear.